It's like, have I not told you about that um, crazy vocal coach that I went to? No. Have, how have I not told you guys this? Who? She was, I, so basically I went to, because I'm freelance now, which means, which is a euphemism for unemployed, fun employed. Yeah. I went to this vocal coach. I really shouldn't say anything about this person because they're so easily Googleable. <laughs> but uh, they, that's how I found them. But I wanted, basically I just wanted some help with like projection for when I'm presenting to like large rooms and stuff, which happens a lot when you're unemployed. <laughs> you what, the job centre? Yeah. Boasting about the size of your flat. Yeah. To the end of the room we're like, I didn't know they had a job centre in Hampstead. May I have my doll? (laughs) (laughs) They're like, yeah, yeah, we do have a lot of unemployed, a big homeless problem here, actually. So, can you keep it down? Okay, sorry, I do pay my rent. Um, But I went to her for some help, and within, have you ever met someone within thirty seconds? You're like, this person is insane. Absolutely. I need to leave. It was I was there for two hours paying an extortionate fee. She was lovely. Wow. We so sat, what was, what we was... sat down and I was just talking about, she She just wanted to get to know me. So she was just asking me some questions like, and this was within about 30 seconds, just to get me relaxed. She's like, what sort of things are you doing at the moment? And I was like, oh, I've been doing this sort of acting and stuff like that. And she's like, oh, acting. That really made her perk up. And she's like, what kind of acting? And I was like, well, I'm at this thing for like uh, diverse actors to get more diversity into the industry. And she goes, but they do get opportunities. And I was like, <laughs> oh, no. I was like, what? And she's like, they do get opportunities. And I swear to God, it set her off for the next 10 minutes. She ranted about Brexit, about immigrants. And then she realised who she was talking to. I'm Indian for any listeners. I'm the brown one in the cartoon. And she suddenly, <laughs> and she suddenly went, of course, it's different for someone like you. You're educated. <laughs> but she's like oh. and she's like if you look <laughs> and Shit. it was almost like something on candid camera because i was like i sort of gently corrected her hmm. i was like well I, I think it's more nuanced than that especially when she was like you know people like nigel farage the media makes him out to be some sort of demon but have you ever heard him speak oh god <laughs> and i was like i'm paying by the hour <laughs> for this <laughs> it's absolutely insane I know what you mean about the candid camera. I remember when, I think, in the run-up to the referendum on Brexit, I'd only ever had a French passport. Mm. And my mum was so keen that I get a British passport because she kind of, she's very pessimistic and catastrophic in her thinking. And thought, you know, we might need to, Mm. I don't know, run away or something. Yeah. (laughs) Or or be stuck in the UK and with my, yeah, if I only had a French passport, I'd be deported or something. Uh But on my, I was late to my... um, Basically, they interview you for your British passport at the passport <laughs> office in Victoria. And you were and I late. was late. Tube was absolutely oh, fucked. They're like, and... that's not very British, is it? <laughs> <laughs> and then I remember having to, like, get... I never do this, but I had to get a black cab because okay. Uber was taking too long. I was like, you know, it's worth paying a black cab to get there because yeah. I do not want to miss my passport. Yeah. Thing. Obviously, the cab driver again goes on a mad I can't remember what even triggered him goes on a mad rant about I'm Brexit. off to get a British passport <laughs> He's, oh, you bl- of course you bloody are <laughs> oh they all want one now one of us 
took me away from the office. Yeah, yeah. But he was going off. To... Took, it, took it to the channel and just <laughs> yeah. drove it to go to Dover. <laughs> yeah, to the, to the jungle with Calais. <laughs> Somehow he manages to get you through customs without a passport. I'm also sorry. Sorry to interrupt the story, but I'm also imagining this catastrophe where. Because you don't have because you were late and you don't have a British passport, mm. you do get deported because you only have a French passport. Yeah. And then we have to explain <laughs> why we can't do another podcast recording. Uh, Moses's been uh, deported, actually. <laughs> sort of bizarre. He went on this anti, well, pro Brexit rant, yeah. and I was worried. Like this was because my mum had prepared me by saying they will actually interview you. Like, they inter- they grill you more than you'd expect when you try to get a British passport for the first time. Yeah. They will ask you loads of... Po- it's like a pop quiz about your family. Right. And I actually had to revise. Because, like, Mum, Dad, when did you meet? When did you get married? Because that's what they ask you. <laughs> what are your I names just... again? It's not yeah. Mum, is it? <laughs> <laughs> but then... So I was worried that this was part of a test. <laughs> like, somehow... <laughs> he'd been sent... Somehow... <laughs> The UK government they started it sends early. like it's Flat like yeah, cab yeah exactly it's like a sort of secret camera in a taxi. <laughs> but how would they arrange for the one cab that you flagged down to be? <laughs> I don't know how well organised the government just, is. He was just doing laps and he's like cancel all the Ubers in the area. <laughs> exactly cancel the tube as well. Yeah, yeah. everyone just death Alex was like <laughs> it's like Truman Show esque where everyone's extras just to get everyone's part of the quiz and then he's finally, coming yeah then finally you get the cat central the london pig is in the poke what, it's like what do you say nothing brexit eh? yeah what, what are you off to mate passport passport you bloody what and then you're like i actually think that's a very anti-british sentiment and he's like congratulations <laughs> Just slides it through well, the little window. Yeah, well, welcome the, to Kingsman. Yeah, the Queen appears. She's like, welcome to the British Isles. So Mosey, she knights you. <laughs> You're like, I saw it in a passport. He's like, oh bloody hell. They can't get out of Buckingham Palace for this. Puts back on the cabbie costume yeah. to go on to another, <laughs> another mission. <laughs> It wasn't quite as dramatic a reveal, but I did get the passport in the end, not through the cabbie, but I was, I just thought it was one of those, I was like, anything I say might be used against me. I know, I know exactly what you mean though, you're like, is it, uh, is it because I'm struggling with my principles or am I just so narcissistic and solipsistic Mm. that I believe the world revolves around me and there are hidden cameras testing me? There is a huge element of narcissism. And there's also just overthinking it. Well, it's like, have you ever seen that American TV show? I sometimes go on a YouTube bender and watch loads of clips of what would you do? And it's like scenarios where it'll be like a gay couple gets abuse at a restaurant for like having like an adopted kid. Mm. And someone will be like, you shouldn't have kids. You're not going to have a mother and you're going to have two dads. And then it's to see whether other people will intervene. Yeah. And you always... I see what you mean. So this is like candid camera, Ex- but let's exactly. see if the people... Stand uh, up, I see. Yeah. I've seen some of those. But yeah. they're, they're always so really obviously staged. And it's the same actress that they use. It's amazing because it's a hit show across America. But they use the same actress in every scenario every week. On the whole, do people intervene? Yes. And actually, it's very that's, heartwarming because they do it in like the see, Deep yeah. South. 
Mm. Intervene people... alongside yeah. <laughs> the homophobes. Sometimes that happens. Sometimes I'm they sure. take the side and then they refuse to be interviewed so their faces are blood out. Mm. Yeah. Like they'll say something, you know, a bit dodgy. So is it overall, would you say, these YouTube rabbit holes down this particular show are overall reinforce your faith in humanity? Or yeah, is it well, kind of neutral? I think if a lot of the situations are so contrived, you're like, that would never happen in yeah. real life. It's like, a homeless veteran who's also disabled parks in a disabled car park space where a gun-toting, racist, misogynistic, like, Donald Trump lookalike stops him from parking and other people are there. You know, it's never something that like, seems quite natural. I see yeah. what you mean. Also, you could say that it's probably so contrived that it's enough to make you want to take part anyway. Like yeah. I reckon there's maybe sort of like, when you sort of like come across a dispute, you might not get everything. Yeah. So you might not want to take part because you're kind of yeah. like, I don't yeah. really get also, what's happening. Whereas here, it just seems like they're painting one as the pantomime villain, the other yeah. one as the exactly. victim. I, I also think something would have to be quite protracted. It would have to go on for quite a while before most people would intervene. If you were walking down the street and you just heard one person say under their breath, something racist or homophobic, you'd probably want to do something, but be like, well, the moments they've walked away, everybody's left the scene. Yeah. Yeah, I'm was... not going to chase everybody down and get them back together and sort this out. Well, the yeah, it should. Well, it's happened when I've had racist comments said to me, what the, what most people's reaction is, it's a very dark start. To the <laughs> I might cut this out. I think we should... <laughs> yeah. but I, well, I've had people, people, people's reaction is just to, is more to be like, did they say the actual thing that I think they just said? I remember one time... You should turn around and go, no, you said it. (laughs) I remember one time at an ATM, a guy went past and just went, BNP. Which I think he was recommending French bank BNP Paradise. Great. (laughs) (laughs) But it was the lamest, like, thing to say. Anyway, should we edit all of that out? Well, not the... The good stuff was the uh, British stuff. British passport Yeah, the passport. I think after the passport stuff. Yeah. Is a maybe. <laughs> yeah. I'll cut this bit out too. Yeah, yeah. So now I won't be kicked out. Perfect. What a nice, happy we, piece of news. We've got Mosey until, is it 31st of October? Yeah. We've got you until then anyway. Well, let's make the most of it. Should we start the podcast? Yeah. Let's make the most of it. Oh, nice. Oh. I'm Daniel. I'm Sam. I'm Alex. And this is... It's, it's a little, a little bit funny. Oh, quite we nice nev- if we no, say we never agreed we were going to say it at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> what I liked as well is we've never agreed that. But it, for 75% of it, it happened on its own. <laughs> yeah, but went, you guys, it's a little bit. I pulled out. It was a game of chicken you <laughs> both pulled out already. <laughs> Sam maybe initiated it. It upset me. Uh, this is It's a Little Bit Funny. Um, and this is the podcast where we talk about song lyrics. Which is, I think is fair to say. Uh, and we talk about the artists and whether they could have done maybe a better job. Or maybe they've done a great job of the lyrics that they've written. We're open-minded. Exactly. Absolutely. This is episode nine. Episode nine. The final episode before our Hall of Fame 10th episode special, where we take the artists who have made it through so far for a Champion of Champions quickfire episode. Yeah. Have we decided if in the 10th episode we're going to do every artist that's made it through I think, I think in a quickfire, or quick we fire. pick two or three? I think I we think should quick do fire. quickfire. Change okay. the format it's up. The, it might it's be most fun. fair. Yeah, approach. Because otherwise, how are we going to decide between the likes of Pitbull and Akon? You know? Yeah. yeah. Fair enough. Well, you've got that to look forward to in episode 10. But this week, we've got a few songs 
cherry picked out. Um, One is a listener request. Yeah. And um, two and come just, from our own brains. Our own, our own minds. So our first song is Playing With Fire by Endubs. Playing With Fire by Endubs. This one was suggested by Dave. So thank you, Dave. No, no. Nice. I don't slip or trip when she asks me where I've been. One big smile on my face, that the darling, it's just you and me. Now I'm on some alphabet. Cool. That was Playing With Fire by N-Dubs. Uh, allow me to set the scene of what's happening in this song, if you will. Um, basically, well, it's interchangeable. Uh, Mr. Hudson, who is a contributor on this song, I don't know him, but Mr. Hudson and Dappy are... <laughs> Dappy? <laughs> Dappy is one of the guys in Endubs. Oh, yeah. So two of the guys are interchangeably talking about how they are cheating on their respective partners, um, and they're always... Oh, correct me if I'm wrong. They're, so they keep talking about how they keep being tempted to cheat, mm-hmm. and then they do, but then after the cheating is over, they feel remorseful... And then they are, I re- he says here, I realise where I'm supposed to be. So he knows he's supposed to be back with his girlfriend. Mm. And then Talisa playing the girlfriend. Aren't they brother and sister? <laughs> Never mind. Then Talisa playing the girlfriend says, I try to believe every word of your sweet story, but intuition keeps telling me you're making a fool out of me. So she knows that he is cheating. Yeah. And then the whole song, and the chorus, is about how... As the cheater, Dappy is playing with fire, but he starts with, because I'm such a good liar, and then she goes, and then it's a back and forth, and she goes, just admit it, and he goes, I never did it. And she says, yes, you did, and he goes, no, I didn't. And that's basically, it just goes on like that. So his, (laughs) I'm such a good liar, is just, I I didn't do it. And she's like, I know you did. And he's like, no. My favourite aspect to build on that is that, yes, that is the extent of his lying, his yeah. romantic poker or um, sort of relies on the most basic lie possible. <laughs> yeah. But my favourite bit is when he goes on to say, living life in disguise can't keep up with these lies. <laughs> <laughs> he's only said I didn't. Like, he's given himself the simplest narrative yeah. to live by. Yeah. He, his his whole principle is, whatever she accuses you of, say the opposite. Exactly. Yeah. He's going by the it wasn't me shaggy school of line, just yeah. deny well, everything. Yeah, but the difference was that um, in the shaggy song, which would be a really good one to cover, yeah. but um, she gives loads of um, loads of evidence against him. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And he just goes, nah, that wasn't me. For, ev- for every single one. Even when he has imp- no plausible deniability whatsoever. Not at all. She's like, I literally saw you shagging on the, <laughs> on yeah. the bathroom floor. He's like, it wasn't me. But then but in this one, she doesn't really give him any evidence, but he doesn't take the initiative, he doesn't go on the front foot no. to be like, look, it wasn't me, here's my alibi, here's what it could have been, um you know, this and that. He doesn't even try and like gaslight her and say it's all in her head or anything, which is sort of commendable, but actually it's fine in it's a way for lazy. him to it's lazy, but it's fine to lie so poorly. I think that's okay, but it's not okay to lie this badly and then uh, brag about how good of a liar you are at the start of the chorus. Mm. And then the chorus ends with him just going, ha, 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 <laughs> such a good liar. <laughs> she's not bought it for a second. Well, you say she didn't bought it, but she goes, I tried to believe every word of your sweet story. <laughs> sweet story. Your sweet story when he's just like, I never did it. And she's like, <laughs> don't sugarcoat it. 
Yeah, right. Something you brought to my attention, Sam, is the fact that much like in uh, it was in the song, it wasn't me. Yeah, gonna get confused now because it's very similar lines of <laughs> yeah. life. Um, in this one, presumably she does know, because I interpret her checking his text. Um, yeah, texting the text on his phone while he's passed out or asleep next to her. So yeah. she, he says, presumably, she says, I can't she, help but check his text yeah. while he's passed so out next to me. My understanding of this is that she's found evidence, pieces of evidence, evidence there. Yeah. And she goes on to say, I'm on, I'm on some CSI behaviour. Sorry, so she thinks that on CSI, they wait for someone to go to sleep or pass out, and then they just Famously, check their text. They get into relationships with them, sleep with them, wait for them to fall asleep, check the text. But then, having, but then also, I don't know how she thinks they prosecute on CSI. Because she brings, as you've said, no evidence to the table. She just goes, just admit it. Yes, you did it. Yeah. Which well, I ju- love. A, ju- a judge would throw that out. That's completely yeah. inadmissible. Like, well, no, that actually implies. This is interesting because it implies that she checked the text and didn't find any evidence because mm. she would have brought it to the table otherwise. So if she didn't find any evidence, then maybe he's making this whole song and dance about how he's cheating and he's like getting away with it. But maybe he isn't. Maybe he's not cheating at all and he's just like playing some stupid game where he's trying to make her feel insecure. Have we considered that? Or is he not smart enough for that? He's... Smart as if it's no, a smart presumably, thing No, presumably she hasn't found evidence because she knows the truth is going to come out and it hasn't come out. But yeah. yeah. But then, like, yeah, I do, I do very much enjoy her. <laughs> CSI. <laughs> CSI. <laughs> Every episode of CSI just being, oh, there's always a phone. We <laughs> solved it by sleeping like... with the murder suspect. <laughs> and then checking his phone and he texted his mate saying, I did it. <laughs> Every, yeah, like, the most incriminating it. text possible. But it'd, be, it'd be a rubbish CSI <laughs> episode if they just found no evidence the whole episode. And they're like, well, we're not even sure a crime took place. So, uh, <laughs> episode cancelled. Well, um, I, I think, to be honest, what I think has eluded us so far but has to come back in is the whole song is called Playing With Fire, which implies that he is like... Uh, he's sort of, he's, no, well, no, it implies that he's running a risk, he's, like, doing something and, like, getting away with it, he's, like, really living on the edge, um, but really he's just a bit of a prat, and he's not really playing with fire because he's, he is burned entirely, isn't he? He's not really playing, he's doing something stupid, she knows exactly what he's Mm. doing, and he can't even lie convincingly to get himself out of it, and then calls, talks about... He brags about how good a liar he is. I don't think that's playing with fire. He's not getting away with it in any way. <laughs> he's, yeah, he's massively burnt. <laughs> he's, he, burnt. He's, got, he's got like third degree burn. It's playing like, with fi- yeah, it's playing with fire in the same way as sticking your head on the hob and lighting it. It's yeah. playing with fire. You can play with fire and lose. It's still technically playing with it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like still... if you saw a man burning, at, like doused in gasoline and burning alive in the street, you wouldn't be like, oh, playing with fire. <laughs> you know? You'd be like, somebody fucking call fire brigade. He's going to die. You wouldn't be like, die. you wouldn't be like, mate, you play with matches, you get burned while he's like, <laughs> screaming to death. This guy is in way over his head. He is, she knows that he cheated. Uh, something else that I noticed, in the very first line, uh, I think it's Mr. Hudson who starts it, he goes, I don't slip or trip when she asks me where I've been. And then she goes, where you been? And then the next line is, 
one big smile on my face, darling. It's just you and me. <laughs> so, so he doesn't answer her where she say, when she says, where you been? He just grins that's like, a, a, like a Cheshire cat. That's a massive slip. Yeah. Also, that's I like think... Stephen Gerrard's take on like, this doesn't look fucking slip. slip. Also, I think you've got more polite lyrics up. Because I was oh, really? reading alongside, and when in the exact same scenario, so this is a guy who's good at lying, she goes, where were you? A very easy question. If you're a good liar, yeah. you've got something in the bag for that one. You've got something up your sleeve. Yeah. And in my version, he goes, one big smile on my face, zip it, darling. <laughs> it's zip just it. you and me. Zip it, darling. <laughs> it's just zip it. <laughs> what was your version, sir? Mine just says... Well, actually, mine just says duh, darling. Yeah, one like big smile on like my face. Like as if he has a, a stutter. They're trying to <laughs> add a syllable. So he is slipping. <laughs> oh, darling. Like, you come home and your girlfriend's like, where you been? And you're duh, duh, darling. This is... You and me. What the... I didn't ask you who's here. You didn't have a stutter before. These yeah. two variations in lyrics give such both extremes of the <laughs> bad just... lying spectrum. Because yeah, exactly. one of them is very confidently saying, shut up. Stop this line of questioning. Yeah. Changing the subject. The other one is completely tripping. Also, having just said, I don't trip. Yeah. That's what's so stupid. But also, but also, just imagine this in real life. Even your one, which is less of a slip, is so much worse because your girlfriend goes, Where have you been? And you go, Zip it. It's not lying. It's terrible. Imagine, yeah, but it's. You, is it, that's exactly the point. You I just agree, said I before, agree. It's not lying. You need like, to have a lie up your sleeve. Yeah. <laughs> Instead, he just shuts her up, which is so much worse. That's it's not, not a help lie anything. to silence someone. Yeah. <laughs> if I go home and my girlfriend's like, Where you been? And I'm like, Zip it, it's just you and me. I couldn't then turn around and be like, That just makes it so much worse. <laughs> I couldn't then turn around and exactly. be like, oh, What a slick liar. Right? Yeah, exactly. You can't walk into your room and go, Got away with that one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah she's like, Why did you tell me to shut up when I asked you where you were? I was like, gosh, she's seen through my lies again. I can't think of a response that would <laughs> precipitate more questions. Honestly, this is the... It's the fact that this whole song, just to bring it back to the point of why we're analysing it, but the whole song is written from such a point of view of bragging about being good at lying, but every time they talk about being good at it, they then give evidence of why they're so bad at it. Mm. And they slip instantly. It's a bit like... I don't know, it's like someone who, uh, it, I, I wouldn't put it past this guy or Mr. Hudson and Dappy to like suggest that he and his girlfriend have a shared calendar and then writes an entry of not cheating for Monday night at eight o'clock. <laughs> it's like he's sort of opening up yeah, lines she, of questioning and that he doesn't like, need to. What's the not cheating slot in the diary? He's like, that's when neither of us will be cheating. Well, why put <laughs> yeah. it? Zip oh, it. also zip it. <laughs> it's just First of all, how dare you. <laughs> But you've put not attending for the not cheating slot in that diary. Oh, right. Uh, oh, we need to take a vote. Oh, are we voting on his uh, skills? As a, I'm not voting on his skills. So okay, I'm not. We're not voting on his skills as a liar. It's about. It has to be about um, the way that they've written the song. Yeah. It has to be about the lyrics they've chosen. So have they painted themselves as good liars, as they suggest in the song? Three, three two, two, one. one. Oh. I mean, it's three downward votes. Yeah. Three thumbs down. It was always going to be unanimous. That's really the fairest I could be to them. Yeah. It is so poor an attempt. Um, well, good. So N-dubs are down. Yeah. Um, was it just Dappy? No. You have to send all everyone. Really. Because Talisa's got Talisa to send is uh, complicit in the lyric writing. Okay. Also, her weird views on CSI. What constitutes yeah. CSI yeah. investigation? In fact, sometimes her lyrics were some of the dumbest of all. 
Yeah, okay. I don't think he's that hard to catch as well. Yeah. I think she... I think, in a way, his lying is so bad. Yeah. I actually feel she deserves to go down for not catching him out. Yeah. Catching them out. Yeah. She's given him too much credit. Yeah. I mean, she'd be terrible as cross-examination in a court of yeah. law. Mm. She's like... Just go Isn't on. it true that you were guilty of that crime? He's like, no, I wasn't. And she's like, no further questions. Checks notes. <laughs> Shit. Crap. Yeah. <laughs> and then, no, but then in this court of law, the person being questioned then just goes, I'm such a good liar. Yeah. And the judge is like, what was that? <laughs> Nothing. You're, you're playing with fire, young man. <laughs> <laughs> the judge is like, I. <laughs> you're playing with fire. Right, should we... Good. Send him That's down. That's good. Well, send him down. To the depths of hell. We've been the judge, and we've sent him down to the depths of hell. All of them. Send and them now, down. we're going to take to the skies with our next song. All right? <laughs> Selena Gomez, bad liar. <laughs> Actually, I mean that... Let's take a break between the liar songs, because we do have yeah. another liar song. But queued up, yeah. Queued up. But our next song is by a little-known band called Busted. That was Air Hostess by the one and only Busted. Um, where do we start with this? Yeah, where do we begin? Masterpiece. It's <laughs> a really good song, in a way. Uh, Very catchy. Yeah, where would you like to start, Mosey? Um, okay. I, <laughs> this is a person who knows how famous they are. Yep. Yeah. Several references to the price of a photograph. Is it even a signed photograph? Yeah, should we read that bit out? In the bridge, in the second bridge, he goes, You yeah. can't because you're working. The paparazzo's lurking. You didn't know I'm in a band. In England, people know me. One photo's worth a hundred grand. Yeah. Do you think one photo of one of the members of Busted is Leaving worth, a plane. It's worth one hundred grand. <laughs> I don't, to I a paparazzo. <laughs> well, in foreign currency. Not in, not in English currency. He's like, yeah, a hundred grand in uh, yeah. Romanian. <laughs> DRs or whatever it is. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, what is that? What's that in the exchange rate? He's like, ah, pre-Brexit or post-Brexit? Because... <laughs> Well, this song was a long time. This was a long time, yeah. This was when the pound was 2003. Strong pound back then. Strong pound, yeah. Really strong pound. Strongest pound. I don't think that's what he was Maybe it was worth about a tenner. Yeah. Yeah, maybe that was in francs or something. Well, they are flying over France. Or it was just euro. Yeah. Um, But yeah, so this is a man who knows, or three men in one long overcoat. Yeah. (laughs) Retains to be a man on a plane, uh, walking through the terminal. And so they know they've got, you know, they know they're famous in England at least. Yep. And I just want us to delve into the behaviour of a man who is worried, <laughs> who in one sense is worried that a, pa- a singular paparazzo yeah. might take an incriminating picture. Yeah. Of- so cannot get involved with the, ho- the air hostess. Yeah. So this is his line of reasoning is he cannot get involved in any way with the air hostess because of that one paparazzo who is after that 100 grand yeah. in whatever currency. Who boarded the plane, bought a ticket, boarded the plane just to hopefully get a picture of mm. uh, one of the guys from Busted. Who knows how many planes and flights he's had to take before yeah. he's actually even on the same plane. But sorry, why is one f- photo worth 100 grand? He's not like 
It's not Daft Punk, who they've never seen the faces. He's not Banksy. <laughs> yeah. Unless Banksy is actually the lead singer of Busted all this time. Charlie from Busted. Yeah. That would be well, amazing if that was I revealed. feel like Busted sort of tailed <laughs> off just as Banksy re- Banksy's art really took up, like around 2007. I mean, that is true. And he is That's kind true. of talking in this about his wank Banksy. Well, <laughs> that delightful pun brings me on to what my point was, which yep. is he thinks a cert- uh, he thinks an incriminating photo of a certain nature would be worth hundred grand. Mm. But I want us to delve into the uh, behavior on a flight, whose oh pictures gosh. he presumes would not be worth anything. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. my gosh, he's the worst fucking passenger. His behavior is is god awful. Imagine getting. Imagine a celebrity being snapped doing any one of these things so should, should in a we, plane. Should, yes. we, should we go them through out? them? Some of the worst ones. Yeah. Should we just read? I'd, I'd quite like to read the bridge and then the chorus through. Okay, go Just for to it. give an impression of what he's doing. So he's talking about the air hostess and he goes, That uniform you're wearing, so hot I can't stop staring. You're putting on an awesome show. The cabin pressure's rising. My coke has got no ice in now. Then the chorus. Air hostess, I like the way you dress. You know, I hate to fly, but I feel much better occupying my mind writing you a love letter. I messed my pants when we flew over France. Wait, will I see you soon in my hotel room for a holiday romance, air hostess? There's so much in that. It's brilliant. Can I, can I just say what I think is really funny is he sort of forgets himself in the bridge when he goes, so he's perving on the air hostess. He's saying, that uniform you're wearing is so hot I can't stop staring. So he's staring at this woman. Mm. She, you're putting on an awesome show. So he's sort of perving on her while she's doing the... Um, safety. safety. Yeah, yeah, the safety checks. And, uh, checks. It's not a show. No, it's not a show for his Procedures. benefit. No. So he's being... A re- he's being... Uh, he's being poorly behaved. And, uh, well, and he's like, I can't stop staring. It's like, you're meant to stare. You're yeah. meant to look Well, you're not it. meant to stare. You're not meant to ogle. But you're meant to look. So, if he stopped staring, that would be unsafe. fine. So but then he goes, the, the cabin the pressures. Captain. Then he goes, the cabin pressures rising. So he's sort of like he's getting hot and flustered. But then he remembers <laughs> that he does have a task for her. And he goes, uh, my coke has got no ice in now. So he still presumably mid safety procedure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he's tapping the button. So he's perving on this woman and then goes, actually, could you get me some ice for my coke or something? So he's got no right to demand. Uh, tasks of her. Well, so I'm pretty sure he yeah. can't get drinks before takeoff. Did he bring the coke on? I think he's brought the coke on. <laughs> it had ice in, and the ice has melted. Well, I actually think they're in the middle of some sort of mid-flight emergency, and the oh, cabin so pressure is the... rising. <laughs> yeah. He's noticed the cabin pressure's rising, and like some selfish prick, he's like, they're like, the seatbelt sign goes back on, and they're like, Please, the pilot goes, please buckle up. And he's like, my coat's got no ice in. <laughs> the air hostess is getting thrown from side to side of the yeah, plane she, as she tries to make sure everyone's buckled in. And he like, thinks it's a show. Yeah, so, oh, that's hot. She's, <laughs> she's like, Mr. Busted, could you please take your seat? Please. He's like, I've got no fucking ice. <laughs> my coat's got no ice. And she's like, and did, he's you presu- let, did you let it melt? Presumably, <laughs> a certain part of his consciousness is aware of the imminent danger because of the messing of the pants well this is the thing i also i think the messing yes, of the pants that's why he messes his pants surely. he messes his pants because of the turbulence and the crisis but i do think he it's then poorly timed his uh his sort of come on to her because he goes i messed my pants when we flew over france 
will I see you soon in my hotel room for a holiday <laughs> romance? It's a bit like going, I've shit myself, how about a date? Yeah. Fancy it? What a time no. to say it. Oh. She's like, please sort yourself out. Also, France is a massive landmass. How long was he messing his pants for? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, that's an hour's worth of flight. Oh, at least. <laughs> He's like... Continuously he didn't for an hour. specify a region of France. He just had messed my pants all the way over France. There's some, there's a lot that there's something that bothers me. Well, there's a lot that bothers me. But what I quite what irks me most almost is the fact that having just he soiled himself, mm. and now this is the opportune moment soiled. for him to try sort out a bit of a romantic connection with this air hostess. Yeah. What annoys me is in my hotel room for a holiday romance. <laughs> she's not on holiday. No, she's working. People who work in the, yeah. you know, people who work in hotels aren't on holiday. People who, dri- you know, drive the coaches or pilot the planes, they're not on holiday. Yeah. These are their livelihoods. It's he doesn't so, know so where true. she lives. She does. He doesn't know anything. He's only seen her. He's not even talked to her. He doesn't yeah. know what nationality she is. But I do think that, t- I do believe that this happened because, in real life, because I think the timing is exactly what would happen if you were trying to ask out an air hostess in the middle of a flight in that you just have to take your chance as she's walking past. You can't, so you literally just soiled your pants and you're telling your mate, you go, I've messed myself. And then she walks past and you're like, oh, it's now or never. And can you imagine the smell in an enclosed space? He's just pressing the bell. He's like, my Coke has got no ice in. He's like, sir, would you like to visit the facilities? He's like, well, I'll see you in my hotel room for holiday romance. I feel so sorry for the people next to him. Oh, my God. Well, that's what I think she's... Well, because later we get to verse two, because oh, yeah. his behaviour already gets worse. He's so, like, in verse two, he goes... So, he's already... So, oh, let us yeah. recap. Yeah. In verse one, he's basically leered at her as she does the safety checks. I like to imagine getting in the way of other sort of passengers, you know, so they can't see where the nearest exit is. Yeah. <laughs> he just thinks it's all for him. He's probably got a semi on. <laughs> then he soils himself. And by the way, can I just say, he's already objectified it because he goes, walking through the terminal, I saw something beautiful. Mm. Not someone. Yeah. Something. That's so true. <laughs> Unless he's talking about that something so different. True. Unless he's just talking about duty free. And then cause he does get distracted <laughs> quite quickly. Yeah. <laughs> 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 he's like a row of tri- triangles. <laughs> What a beautiful object! I must bring one like of these. Jenga, <laughs> a Jenga tower. I must bring one of these back for the other two members of Busted. They'll love it. He buys it. He buys the souvenir on his way to his holiday. That's how beautiful it is. <laughs> so go on the recap. And that was a recap. And then he's also. I mean, he's sort of. And he soiled himself. Yeah. Some bodily fluids in his pants. <laughs> And that is what that person has got to deal with. And presumably this is quite a long flight because they're flying over France as part of the flight. Yeah, so exactly. So presumably this is... Yeah. Well, know, I was trying to work out what direction he's going. To, yeah. Because later he says, um, "You, they know me in England. Back in England, people know me. Yeah. So that would suggest that she's not from England. So yeah. are they... Exactly. Are they left England or are they going to England? So they're definitely England? leaving England because this is his holiday romance. Yeah, but it's not he with wants... an English airline. So she isn't English. Presumably. Yeah. They're going from England over France. They could be going anywhere. I think, but probably... Uh, they're probably about half... Because he then, in the chorus, he says, Will I see you soon? <laughs> so they nearly landed. 
They're gonna likely <laughs> to land true. soon. Oh so my they're, gosh. they're probably going to like Switzerland or something. I, mean, I spotted another lyric that I hadn't noticed before, but let's get to verse two for, for first. Okay, so in verse two he goes, throwing peanuts down the aisle. <laughs> oh Stupid, gosh. but it made you smile. Did it? <laughs> you came over for a while. Then you whispered in my ear the words that I long to hear. I want you to thrill me here. Um, so to start that verse, he's throwing peanuts down the aisle and he thinks, he knows it's stupid, but he's like, oh, it made you smile though. I don't think any, any air hostess in their right mind would think that was like sort of charming. It is the worst. Clever. That'd be so annoying. What a What prat. is he, a chimpanzee? <laughs> also, they don't let you have peanuts anymore in case people are allergic. That's true. Yeah. And he's there well, throwing That's probably one of the reasons. Her. One of the reasons. Like, yeah. That is probably the case that brought peanuts. She wasn't yeah. smiling. She was going into anaphylactic shock. <laughs> like she was swelling up. What I also like is like, if I had to name the number one job where anyone has to work through horrific stuff while keep while keeping a smile on their face yeah mm. it's air hostess that's exactly it that's yeah it's, so he just, it's, right, he yeah. just thinks everything he's done has been she's, she's got she's had to smile as she helps him clean his pants yeah. and he's like yep she's still like got gritted it. her teeth through it he's like he, he's like look at that beaming away <laughs> came over for a while whispered in my ear what do you think what do you think okay, she, she definitely said? whispered in his ear like we're gonna throw you off the flight unless yeah, you. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna have to make an emergency landing. What was the lyric you found, Daniel, that we hadn't seen? Oh, that was later on in the third in the third bridge when he goes, um, "The plane has almost landed, so tell me where I'm standing <laughs> now." <laughs> where? Are you? Why is he standing? Anyway? It's like, like everyone. It's like. Would everyone take their seats? Yeah, the, plane, the plane is about to. Would everyone take their seats? The plane is about to land. Where am I supposed to be standing? At back. <laughs> Sit down, sir, please. We're about to land. The seatbelt sign is on. <laughs> he's just standing up. He's just chucking peanuts down the aisle. I need more ice, mate. Shit dripping down his leg. Oh, God. <laughs> also, please, if you wouldn't stand, because the smell is really quite foul. <laughs> it's really making things worse. <laughs> well, I'll see you in my hotel room. <laughs> <laughs> Where are I standing? <laughs> Sit down. <laughs> you know when people, you know when people um, stand before the plane is like fully come to a stop yeah, and like they're exactly. already getting their luggage out or he's like taking it to a new level where he's like as soon as the seatbelt sign comes on for the descent he stood up getting his luggage out yeah beat the crowd he is still standing at that weird 45 degree angle <laughs> but he's ready he's ready to go off the flight first god he does then repeat my air hostess a lot does he at the end because you're my air hostess. I love the way you dress, air hostess. My air hostess. God, he suddenly got possessive about Very it. Very possessive. Well, it really started at the beginning, as you pointed out. And then he sort of just acted like a buffoon. <laughs> and then goes back to being very objectifying towards her. Yeah, I think we have to give her a lot of credit for... For putting up um, with it. For putting up with it and putting on a brave face. What a horribly long day for this poor woman. I know. It must have been a terrible... Terrible flight. Like nightmare it? customer. I'd like to see her song, like her take on this. <laughs> yeah. 
So I think the question that we're going to vote on is, has he done a good job of evading the, the single paparazzo who's trying to get a hundred grand photo of him soiling himself covering peanuts down the aisle and standing up in the middle of turbulence? I would pay. I would pay for to that. see that. Charlie round. from Busted's meltdown on flight. It's like when Gerard Depardieu just sort of pissed on the plane. It would go viral. Yeah. Uh, while trying to seduce this poor, overworked hair hostess. So should we take, should we vote? Take a vote. All right. Three, Three two, two, one. one. Oh! You said yes! I... Sam is the singular upward I voted thumb. up because I think... Well, I think his behaviour is despicable and hilarious. This is going to be a good case. <laughs> I, like I think... Um, I actually think from a lyrical point of view, he's been so honest about what that, happened. You know, that is true. That he's actually... His lyrics are airtight in terms of... Oh. Well, no pun intended. In terms of... I'll edit that out. What? <laughs> so, <laughs> you edit out no. is intended. So I said pun intended. <laughs> so, he's actually... He, while he's not covered himself in glory... He's just covered peanuts. Himself in <laughs> and, yeah. peanuts and, and warm shit. shit. <laughs> he's, he's absolutely uh, nailed the sequence of events. <laughs> the not the air hostess. Yeah. True. You cannot... I can't, I can't argue with his lyrics. He's been so honest. You can't he's accuse been, him of any embellishment. Yeah. He's not pretended to be a liar like the foot, like Dappy, and and actually is a terrible liar. He's he's been he's exactly the buffoon that he makes himself out to be. Mm. So I think lyrically, um, there's nothing I can complain about. So I voted him up. <laughs> I just noticed well, he says you came over for a while, then you whispered in my ear. So she came over for a while before even talking to him. That was obviously to keep an eye on him. Like it was obviously the other passengers are like. It's can you stand beside it? Like, and it's also a really nice touch about this song is it was the first song on the album "A Present for Everyone" by Busted, and I love that they opened with that. You know, like sometimes when you buy used to buy an album, oh, yeah. and you just listen mm. to the first One few the songs, it sets the tone, and it just they've just gone for it straight away. Should we put in that song about you shitting yourself <laughs> over France? Yeah, yeah, put it number one. Absolute bang, top top billing. <laughs> Uh, great so they've gone perfect sorry busted sorry about that but do um, they join McFly what happened to McFly in real life they did yeah (laughs) (laughs) and in the world of it's a little bit funny for five colours with their hair they went down didn't they we went down so they're all down so now they're all down Right, so our third song for this episode comes from one of our most long-standing fans. Yes. Uh, the owner of bootleg merchandise of the pod. <laughs> yeah, do we get royalties on... We absolutely do not. We don't get a cut. It's not endorsed by the pod. No, uh, it does not have the uh, sticker of authenticity. Um, so if you do see it in the wild, please report it to the authorities. Because we don't get any of that money. <laughs> <laughs> but that aside... Yeah. Thanks for the support, Maria. Thanks for continued emotional support. Yeah. Um, and the song Maria has uh, suggested we sort of analyse uh, is uh, Bad Liar by Selena Gomez. So very similar to the Dappy one, the end up one. There's a Maria. theme this episode, There's isn't theme, there? Yeah. It's almost like we did that on purpose. <gasps> Ooh. 
But just like the Battle of Troy, there's nothing subtle here. In my room, there's a king size space. Right, so that was Bad Liar by Selena Gomez. Something struck us very early in that song. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, we do like to get in there early with our pedantry. <laughs> um, yeah, we never make it to the end <laughs> of any don't. song, do we? <laughs> we are lazy, lazy people. Yeah. Um, so, I was walking down the street the other day, trying to distract myself, but then I see your face. Oh wait, that's someone else. <laughs> good. That's good. That's solid. Why? That's airtight. <laughs> yeah. Why has she put this in? But that's, um, that uh, reminds me of the a very original um, the very original song that we looked at, the uh, Elton John Your Song, that hasn't been released yet. Unreleased pod pilot name material. Yeah, which we will release. We'll release that episode pilot at some yeah. point, right? Well, we have to, because the pod is named after that song. Yeah, exactly. Um, but it's the lyric that in that one that says, um, if I was a sculptor, but then again, no. And um, what we, we discussed in that one was about uh, if you're not the sculptor, then don't, don't say sculptor to begin with. Don't bother writing it. So in this, she's done the same thing. She said, I see your face. Oh, wait, no, that's someone else. <laughs> so, so just say, say you saw someone that looked like you. Yeah. Don't, don't mention it. Yeah. So, yeah, cut the line. Who, said, who mentions in a love song, I saw a complete stranger? <laughs> well, how is that relevant? It's not relevant. I just, you know, I, for a minute I thought it was you, but it wasn't. Anyway. <laughs> What were we? What was I thinking about? Well, don't say it. You've got only a certain amount of lyrics. Why yeah. don't you say I was First thinking? First line as well. Oh my god! And then, and then she goes trying to play it coy. Well, how is the? It's just completely. He doesn't know you. you it's be, not a person. I think strangers always think always think you're playing it coy because they don't know you. So I like to think she's done that thing where she's waved frantically at this person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Realise it's not that. And he's now sort of having to put her hand behind her head as if she was scratching the back of her head. I, I did that today at work. Um, normally I'm quite reserved. I don't really talk to people. anybody. I don't talk to people at work. But I did that today. I walked past someone in the sort of corridor. And you know when you lock eyes from far away and yeah. then you look away. And then you usually, if you know them, you lock eyes again. So we we when it's of, more convenient. When it's more convenient, yeah. So we locked eyes from far away, and I sort of know her, and then we looked away, and then as we got close, I looked at her and I went hi, but she didn't look back. <laughs> she didn't say anything. Oh god! So I was left in the corridor, <laughs> sort of having the lingering high in the ether <laughs> oh, that was, and I just sort of. I was like, what do I do from it? I like, walked off. You walked out the window. I didn't you know walked. <laughs> They had to convince you to come down from the scaffolding. I, that is one of the most excruciating scenarios when you're at opposite ends from someone and you've made eye contact and you're walking towards each other because you can't keep eye contact the whole way. So you just, you look down, you look at the ceiling, you look at your phone, you look at the watch, you look anywhere else but yeah. maintain mm. the stare. <laughs> Too weird. And then at that exact moment when you're in proximity, you suddenly, oh, hi. Yeah, hey, how you doing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I did that. She went, no, it's not worth it. We don't know him well enough. She did not want to play that. I couldn't believe Macabre it. charade. I couldn't maybe. believe it, but it wasn't. It's obviously not worth going like, hey, I, did you not hear me? I said hi. You just have to walk, walk on, and that's it. That's it forever. I'll never speak to her again. You have to hope <laughs> there's a window for you to blank her, as retribution at some point. No, because she'll just when. she'll she will not say hi again. She set the precedent. Mm. So it would, it would just be a mutual blanket. You could engineer it, I reckon. Yeah. I reckon you should commit. Don't worry about your promotion that you're working for. <laughs> Cut that out. 
somewhat like <laughs> as if this goes yeah, towards no, it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah. I'm afraid that having awkward moments in the office is not the sort of person that we want promoted in this workplace. Also, as if acknowledging that you want a promotion is reason not to promote you. Yeah, yeah. too keen. Wanting it too much yeah. was on my, like, yeah. on my assessment. Play it cool, Sam. Exactly. <laughs> anyway, back to the song. you got to play hard to get. Like, your line manager texts you being like, can we have a meeting at 11 o'clock? And you're like, ooh. Don't know about that. I need a bit of space. Busy. Going home. <laughs> He's like, you will be there at 11. She was like, we had a meeting at 11. Where were you? Zip it. Yeah. <laughs> so then she goes, she goes back to Selena. She goes, yeah. oh wait, there's someone else. <laughs> Just trying to play it coy. Yeah, they don't know you. You freak. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then she goes, the best line of the whole thing. But just like the Battle of Troy, there's nothing subtle here. Yeah, so she goes, trying to play it coy, trying to make it disappear. But just like the Battle of Troy, there's nothing subtle here. That is so much just in that. There's so much to unpack. <laughs> what a metaphor. Oh, what an analogy. Okay, so oh. let's, let's get inside her mind. So she's trying to play it coy. She's trying to make it disappear. Just like the Battle of Troy... There's nothing... So to her, it's her being so unsubtle, her thinking about this guy. It's so out in the open, it's so unsubtle. It, to her, <laughs> reminds her of... It is synonymous with the Battle of Troy. It, it reminds her of the one battle in mythological and, histori- in, and human history that is known for its use of subtlety and is famed for its use of subtlety. Yeah, surreptitious. Exactly. Sneaking, sneaking into something. Well... A Trojan horse, beware of Greeks bearing gifts. All of that. Yeah, I think... It's one of the most famous stories in history. But I don't... I, well, in but I agree with history. I agree with Selena in that I don't think it is subtle. I think... What, leaving a giant wooden horse out? Yeah. The gift <laughs> itself. It wasn't it's a, a subtle gift. But the strategy was subtle. But the strategy was subtle. Right, okay. So I do think she thinks it was just a gift Mm. and nothing else happened. Do you think that's the limit of her knowledge of the goings-on in the Battle of Troy? I genuinely think... Do you think think if she was on the... Or she doesn't think much of it as a strategy. If she was on the beaches with the Greek army, she would have been saying to Odysseus, (laughs) bit obvious, isn't it, mate? (laughs) What's a bit of an old sledgehammer Odysseus over here? (laughs) There's nothing subtle about this. As they all cram into a wooden horse. (laughs) Um, I think what's happened, I mean, I think what's happened here is she said trying to play it coy and then she had to think of something that rhymed with coy. (laughs) She landed on Troy (laughs) because this is the thing. Troy, Mm. Troy is a load bearing word in this, in this verse because it holds up the whole rhyme. So it, she couldn't have used a different battle, yes. which was so. For example, just like the battle, I don't know, like, the, the battle of Agincourt, <laughs> the song, or the, or the song. The song would have been great for a lack of subtlety. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The song is one of the least subtle battles in yeah, all just of the history. Massacre. Mm. But, but instead, she was like, but well, also that's rhyme. too recent. Like no one's going to get upset about the Battle of Troy. We don't have veterans from Troy, <laughs> <laughs> you know, going. Oh, I, we lost some of our best men there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. People don't buy poppies for Troy. <laughs> Troy. I don't know. Do you think she maybe? I don't know. Just do like you think though she's talking about 
the bit where the Greeks come out of the horse, is that still part of the battle? Absolutely. Or was that a massacre? Well... Was it the battle before? Well, technically, I think the battle encompassed... I, I feel... Because, mm. I think, wouldn't it be funny if she's being really specific and she's saying there's nothing subtle about the battle that happened where they launched a thousand ships and invaded the island and then fought outside the on the beach and whatever and Brad Pitt had his top off and all of that bit. But then... But then she's not referring to the horse. But bit. that war encompassed ten uh, years. But she, she's she's oh. she said <laughs> she said that. battle. Yeah, she also said battle. What's so a, she likes she's referring to one engagement within the campaign. Yeah. She's she's running she's oh, running circle she's running historical and Greek mythological circles around us. That's true. So the battle of Troy. She's was maybe that, not was the talking horse about the because because the war, the Iliad itself takes place over. She's not talking about the Iliad. <laughs> She's yeah. not talking about Not that. until verse 2. In, do you think that's when she said, but just like the Battle of Troy, um, there's nothing subtle here. In my room, there's a king-sized space. Do you think she's talking about Agamemnon? <laughs> <laughs> Bigger than it used to be. He's pulling weight over those ten years. <laughs> the rest of the song is just about the Battle of Troy. <laughs> Call me an amenity. As, as uh, Achilles did with Briseis, the slave girl that he kept that came between them. <laughs> yeah, because in the pre-chorus it goes, Oh, you're taking up a fraction of my mind. Ooh, every time I watch you, serpentine. Is that like Medusa? <laughs> well, we, we'll get to the it's pre-chorus. If she didn't I want Troy as a rhyme, she could have said, just like... I mean, boy is an obvious rhyme. She, yeah. This is a love song. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Even boy, you know, like in the water. Like a boy that ships has <laughs> would be a better rhyme than yeah. Yeah. Troy. Exactly. Just like the Battle of Troy. Where's that come from? She's like, just like a boy during the Falklands. I can't believe this lyric made it past. Like, that makes me sense. think that when she was writing those lyrics, her producer had just watched Troy. Yeah, mm. like 100%. I think she'd just watched it. <laughs> Do you think so? And she loved it. She thought it was great. But she didn't think it was a very subtle film. <laughs> Trying to play it coy. Oh, she's. I think she's also implying that in the battle they were trying to play it coy. <laughs> she's like, I'm trying to play it coy, but just like the, just like similar people to me at the Battle of Troy, there is nothing subtle about my actions, and they were being coy. They were, they weren't so being coy. coy in any way. <laughs> it, coy is a word that reminds me of like. You know, shyness and a bit of bashfulness. Not I don't think leaping out of no. a hundred foot horse and slaughtering think... women and children. <laughs> yeah, I don't think when they pulled out of the belly of that horse to slaughter the Trojans and ravage the city. <laughs> I don't think <laughs> I don't think Priam was being like, they don't coy these creeks, aren't they? <laughs> oh coy. <laughs> but the Greeks were like, oh sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we hate to do it. Yeah, you hate to see it. <laughs> like getting all red in the face, like blushing. <laughs> I hate this just as much as you do. Hiding behind each other's skirts while they're stabbing it like Trojans. <laughs> Go on. Go on, kill that one over there. He's wounded. Oh, I don't want to. Go on. <laughs> so then she goes to the... She goes to the uh, pre-chorus and she goes, oh, having established that this person is a massive distraction for her, yeah. she then goes, oh, 
You're taking up a fraction of my mind. <laughs> In fairness to her, I suppose, technically. Technically, she's right. She doesn't specify what yeah, fraction. Anything to, everything takes up a fraction that in everyone's be, mind. Exactly. That could that be is, nine There's no sense of scale. Exactly. You take, yeah. Do you think she means it, though, as like a, she's picturing like the smallest, you know, like she thinks maybe like a tenth is the smallest fraction or something. You know, she's picturing like a, a really small segment on a pie chart. Yes, but presumably that's not accurate to how she actually feels. Yeah, but or that's, is this her bad well, lying? That's the that brings us to the. Or is she suggest is she suggesting that the human mind actually processes so much stimuli mm. that even to be dedicating a fraction to this guy is actually quite a compliment? I think so. She's operating at a level of understanding of cognitive capacity that we. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the film Lucy. Exactly. She knows she's only. Operating at ten percent. Exactly. Yeah. We only use ten percent of our brains, yeah. so therefore you can't. You must be only using a fraction of yeah. my mind. Well, I'm imagining that she she thinks she's doing this guy like a disservice by saying, "Oh, you're only taking up a fraction of my mind." But I think that's quite a lot of real estate, considering that probably eighty, ninety percent of her brain is taken up by the Battle of Troy, <laughs> apparently, or other exactly. mythological battles. <laughs> <laughs> and the emotional state of the soldiers yeah. there in, being a bit embarrassed <laughs> I'm about I'm still not over it trying to play it coy <laughs> I, just, I just picture like it's the dead of night and just the little trap door <laughs> coyly opening yeah. we could just stay inside yeah, and, the, and the Trojans seeing it being like oh, what's that? <laughs> don't be subtle about it <laughs> oh you uh, so yeah sorry you're taking up a fraction of my mind and then she says, oh, every time I watch you serpentine. But what does that mean? Well, she says it as if we're all meant to know what that means. Mm. I only know the serpentine because of the galleries in London. It's next to the lake yeah. called the serpentine. The serpentine. Uh, the serpentine gallery. Or if something is serpentine, it's complex. I think that's quite a big word for us to throw in after... Well, she's already, been re she's already referenced classical Greek literature <laughs> in this song. She's a lot of strange words, and meanity as well, like she's... But just imagine, like, uh, just imagine, because in the, I know we're not supposed to talk about the music video for context, but in the music video, she's like a school uh, student, and she's going to school. So this really does smack of someone who's just learned about all these things. So she's just <laughs> learned about uh, the Battle of Troy. Yeah. She's just learnt about the word serpentine. She's just been in uh, She's just done fractions. And then she's been in maths. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> but what's really funny so is, can you imagine her like, sort of writing this down? It's like, this is how I feel at the moment. I've written a sort of uh, song or a poem about how I feel. And her classics teacher reading it and going, you've totally misunderstood <laughs> the whole yeah. point of the Battle of Troy, I'm afraid. <laughs> a, like, a for effort. Yeah. yeah. In terms of trying to imbue it everything she learns in her, you know, her day-to-day -day life. Yeah, it must be She's really... She's really trying hard, but... It must be really tough, you know, uh, for teachers, when a student, when, like, a pupil comes in and they've done something really creative and they've tried really hard, but they've totally misunderstood the topic mm. and, have, and they have to be really encouraging, but also, like, mm. did you not fucking listen? <laughs> it's just like the Battle of Troy because there's nothing subtle. And they're, like... Well, if you turn to page 10, actually, you will see in detail how subtle it was. I, I like this school theory because later she does say, paint my kiss across your chest. If you're the art, I'll be the brush. That's another subject. Again. 
doing so yeah, art. She's covering yeah. a lot crafts. of different subjects here. I don't think she's deliberately talking about subjects at school. I think they've just uh, permeated her mind quite obviously. Yeah. She's written this between lessons and she's like getting inspiration from something she saw 20 seconds earlier. Mm. Which yeah. is why she struggled on the way into school because she had nothing to talk about except that she saw someone who was a stranger. And that was it. And she had to write it down. <laughs> and then I see your face. Oh, wait. That, that is someone else. Yeah, she might be new at the school. It's like she's still getting used to all the other students still. Yeah, that's true. And that I would be disappointed if I was her maths teacher when I saw that line. She's like, I said, I used fractions in a lyric I wrote the other day. And he's like, oh yeah, what did you say? He said, I said to my crush, he was taking up a fraction of my mind. But what fraction? <laughs> yeah, I talked about fractions in my song. And he's like, which one? And she's like, <laughs> which oh. fraction? He's like, you know, the fraction. She's like, oh, one should I have said percentage instead? He's like, well, specify what? <laughs> <laughs> it's like that Simpsons joke. It's a unit of all measure. Our, all our newspapers are made with a certain percentage of recycled paper. <laughs> what percentage? Zero. <laughs> Zero is a percent. <laughs> She's gotten away with that one. Uh. Um, and then essentially the chorus is just her um, going, I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying. Trying, 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 trying not to think about you. And it goes on like that. And then she... Forgot one of the trying. <laughs> yeah, and then in the post-chorus she goes, with my feelings on fire, guess I'm a bad liar. But has she even attempted to lie at any point in this no, song? No, this is what I think is quite interesting as a parallel to the end dub song, because in, the, in that one, Dappy's like, here are all my terrible lies. I'm such a good liar. And he's very brazen and outgoing mm. about it. And in this one, she's not really even lying to herself. She's just sort of... It, sorry, it is only to herself. She's not saying it to anybody no, else. No, this is all an internal monologue. It's all to her. And then she goes, guess I'm a bad liar. So she's actually come clean. She's, she's very... Necessarily. She, she's very honest. I yeah. think the only, uh, the only trace of a lie I can find is maybe she's lying to herself about whether or not she's actually trying not to think about him. Yeah. And is being sort of... Uh, I think so. Betrayed by... The fact she sees him in the face of absolute strangers. And... Also, I think... No, actually, I do quite like this chorus because if you say, oh, I'm trying not to think about you, but you say trying uh, 30 or 40 times, mm. then that is the give That's, you know, I think what she's saying is she isn't trying. So I think you're right. Yeah, you're right. If you went... She's not trying at all. No. She's deliberately yeah. saying trying because she's not... And she admits she's a bad liar. Yeah. Again, so yeah. I think she's done all right there. Yeah. Quite honest. We're, I'm surprised we runs, got past verse one. She runs one. fire with it again, just like he does. Just yeah. like Dappy did. Yeah. Because there, there's only one thing that rhymes with liar, and it's fire. She could have talked about fire festival, though. That was another disaster <laughs> on a beach. That was a bad liar. <laughs> the disaster on a beach. Imagine just like the Battle of Troy, the fire festival. <laughs> monumental disaster on a beach. <laughs> Imagine that's in the history books oh, alongside so Battle of Troy. The Festival of Fire. <laughs> yeah, it's like. And someone in, a, of an someone in 2000 years is like, oh, it was playing it coy. <laughs> like the organisers of <laughs> Fire. Like Festival. Ja Rule. Ja Rule becomes a sort of modern day Odysseus. He's <laughs> like the subtlety and cunning of Ja. <laughs> Can I also get your feelings on the... I don't even know what to make of this line. I see you how your attention builds. It's like looking in a mirror. Mm. Oh. What does that even... 
what does that mean? Like I see how your attention builds. Does that mean she knows he's excited by her? Yeah. And she sees the same signs of interest. <laughs> that is actually so that's actually a perfect interpretation. That's <laughs> <laughs> actually a great lyric. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know if that's her I don't think that's her writing that because then she sort of betrays her influence. She, she then goes, you're touched like a happy pill. And then she goes, but still all we do is fear, which is sort of, I don't know, it's like Tolkien-esque. <laughs> and she's like, again, she's been in like a literature class. No, this is like politics. This is like all we have to fear is fear itself. Yeah, she's just like, uh, uh, maybe she, yeah, maybe it's a mm. philosophy class. Yeah. Oh, but can I just mention also, just before we get the question, at the next bridge, she goes, oh, baby, let's make reality, actuality, a reality. <laughs> So let's make one thing the same thing, the yeah. same thing again. <laughs> let's make reality a reality. Okay. And also... Let's make reality synonym for reality a reality. <laughs> yeah. Let's make fiction a lie. Fiction. And everyone's applauding in this class and the teacher's <laughs> like, no, what you've done there is nothing. Yeah, it's like, find me. <laughs> She's like, thanks for everything you taught me about Troy, Mr. Simmons. <laughs> He's like, you've learned nothing. Find me two synonyms for reality. Well, there's actuality Good. and reality. Well, that's not a... He thinks he can do it if, it's, if they're not touching. If like, <laughs> the words aren't next to each other. Do you know what does... synonym means? Yeah. Is it like serpentine? Uh, not really. <laughs> that's fine, I got the rest. So I guess the question is, should Selena Gomez have, as a lyricist, introduced a concept such as the Battle of Troy, <laughs> Battle of Troy. and it's... made it the absolute focus and crux of, um, of her behaviour in this relationship with a guy she has a crush on. Yeah, I think it's just... Having not quite understood it's so jarring. It. It's so jarring, especially because... It just stands out. In a pop song for her... Imagine her audience, like, your average 16-year-old teenage girl, like, bopping along to this and hearing... Just like the Battle of Troy. Yeah, and then going to her mum and being like, what's the Battle of Troy? And the mum's like, well, it was this very unsubtle battle between <laughs> the coy Greeks trying to make the Trojans disappear. The mum just is like, I was waiting for you to ask that question. <laughs> <laughs> now get over here, Serpentine. Sit down. When the Greeks bashfully murder the Trojans. <laughs> All the teachers quit. <laughs> That's it. You kids are up. Pack it up. Uh, so what is the question? The question is, Should you... was it advisable yeah. of her to have made that the, the crux oh, of yeah, yeah. a pop song about <laughs> high school <laughs> love <laughs> directed at high school students or younger? Are we ready to vote? Uh, yeah. Three, Three two, two, one. one. So oh! Daniel has voted with a thumbs up. Yeah. The other two are thumbs down. Because... What I admire is that even if she's misapplying her education, she's at least making an effort. Yeah. You know? So many kids don't even bother. They're like, well, I'm never going to use trigonometry. But she's like, well, I can use that. I can talk about how you're my greatest sign. Well, it's sin. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever. Because you well, gave me a tan. <laughs> yeah, you know I mean? That's the sort of thing she would say. Yeah, it's what you were saying. You're oh, like, I get what you mean. Yeah, you're saying that teachers would hate it, but I actually don't know if teachers would hate it as much because there's at least an element of it registering. Yeah. It will yeah. be wrongly, 
I reckon it's easier to work with that than someone who's exactly. just so not true. even I think bothering. It, it's a bit like, do you remember in, like in primary school, they'd say, oh, go, your homework is to write a story about your whole family. And then you mention your parents and your brother and sister in the first line. And then you spend the other two pages talking about your cat. And they're like, well, you know what? Great effort. That wasn't what I asked for, but exactly. you applied yourself in a different it's way. better than so. someone who didn't do it Yeah, someone else comes in and goes, oh, I didn't bother because yeah. I only really like my cat, so I didn't really bother. Yeah. She's tried to find a way. This thing that she's been working on all term, she's found a way to make it applicable to her 21st century life. And yeah. she's just done it in a way that's completely irrelevant and doesn't work. But <laughs> and therein like, lies the reasoning of my. <laughs> I just imagine her like triumphant presentation at the end of term, being like, "And if there's one thing that I learned about Troy, it's that it certainly wasn't subtle." She goes to sit down, and the teacher's just like, "Wait, hang on!" They're all streaming out for summer Cheering. holidays. Yeah, <laughs> holding her on. They're yeah. holding her up. She's crowned. Yeah, so okay. nuts. Troy, 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 Troy. <laughs> no, no way. <laughs> and to an empty classroom, he's like, "But Odysseus's journey was not over." <laughs> Odysseus, you mean Captain Obvious? <laughs> Well, haven't we had fun? Who went through this week? Uh, no one. Absolutely no one. No one. This no is one. a very negative God. episode. We slaughtered we, them. We had fun. Much no like one else. Yeah. We are like the laughing jury that convict. Oh my God. With a smile on their face. Oh you know what you could... No, more accurately you'd say, much like the Battle of Troy, <laughs> nobody survived. <laughs> Rather than a metaphor that doesn't work. So, uh, that was it. So we had N-dubs, they went down. Busted went down, and Selena Gomez has gone down as well. Yeah. Uh, I think that's it. Thank you very much for listening, everyone. Uh, tell your friends, tell your family, tell your teachers. Um, that's it. And remember to email us with your yeah. suggestions. Please do. It's a little bit funny show at gmail.com. Yep. Where uh, can they find us, Sam? They can find us on Spotify or iTunes or any other podcast uh, application. Or on our website, it's a little bit funny.co.uk. Excellent. And tune in next time for the Champion of Champions episode. Oh, yes. All right. See you then. See you then. <laughs> see you then, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye.